Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Bruise Day Tuesday, it is upon us once again. Welcome in. It's brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. That's actually where these ciders came from. Yeah, uh, good choice. Really? Oh, dude. is that sarcasm? I don't. Not know. at all. Of, of the as, cellar as, or the or having a cider show? Just I, I love ciders. Really? Okay. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm happy to hear that because. I was thinking about it. I was at the cellar and I was just sort of wandering around looking. And there is an entire cider section that I always sort of overlook because I'm a beer guy. But I was thinking, you know what? We haven't done a cider show in a while. Plus, it's fall, which, you know, you think ciders kind of. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving right around the horizon. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Apple pie is a staple. Going to be here before you know. Apples. Yeah. Cider with apples and you make cider with some other things. So I asked Mikey, I was like, you know, give me some advice here. I'm not a huge cider guy. And he pointed me in some directions. And like I said, we got a number of ciders to drink. But the first up, we have the Birds of Paradise. This is a Moscow Mule Cider. So you're kind of dipping your toes into the cider, but you also, I guess, maybe it'll taste a little cocktail-esque. It's lime and ginger, 6.9%, which I was a bit surprised to see that ABV because they do have the nutrition facts over here, which I, you know, I kind of like and I kind of don't. I don't I like read it. these numbers. No, I like it because usually if they have them on there, it's not as bad as you would think. Case in point, this entire can is only 160 calories, and basically the only thing in it is some carbs. You got six grams of carbs and a little bit of sugar, only three grams of sugar. So this is one of the dry, it says right on here, sour cider, dry and tart, because you know a lot of the ciders are super sweet, and I used to love those back in the day, but now I just, I can't do them. You're, I feel like it's just like I'm drinking a crucial headache hangover for the next day. 100%. I, I, I absolutely agree. I think the dry ciders are the way to go. There was, um, well, I'll get into that in a second. Yeah, the, the thing you missed here is the name of the cidery is oh, Graft. Sorry. Yeah, Graft, Graft. I forgot to mention that. It's, it's right up at the top. It's not as it's not as well displayed. No. It's, it's almost slightly hidden. You have to kind of hunt it's for it. It's a secret. I've so. got the Tropical Mimosa Cider, Orange and Passion Fruit, 6.9% ABV. So it's not like, as far as a cider goes, it's not the lightest thing in the world and Looking to see if we have a description beyond that. We've got the nutrition facts. Same six grams of carbs, three grams of sugars, 160 calories. Uh, Ingredients, New York hard cider, passion fruit and tangerine concentrate, which, I mean, technically not an orange, but whatever, I'll take it. (laughs) Cold pressed orange oil. There you go. Genetian root, whatever the hell that is, and then natural flavors and sulfites to preserve freshness. Cider explored. So the the whole cider thing for me, there was this place we used to go to. It's an apple orchard, I think, in Floyd. Foggy Bottom Cider. Yes, I think we've talked about this before. And they don't make cider anymore. Unfortunately. The lady who runs it still grows apples for cideries. 
and she gives tours of the orchard and goes through like the whole grafting process, which is what makes this such a cool cidery name. Like they can do some crazy things. I mean, you get, there are apples that taste like cotton candy now. So have you done, you've done the tour and, and yeah. learned about the process? Explain we did the it grafting when they were still a process. Cidery. And, but essentially like it comes down to taking roots, not roots, taking like leaf roots where the leaves come out and the fruit starts to grow. Okay. Taking those branches off like at the base when they're very young and then cutting a hole in an entirely another living full-grown tree and you putting it in there, in there and it just grafts it in and it's the craziest thing like i i don't know how long it took humans what to kind, figure that out does it matter what kind of tree like does it have to be another i mean yes and no uh it, it's all about whether or not it, it's able to produce fruit so for instance if you like did like an apple branch and then put it on a pine tree it's probably not going to grow but if you're going like apple to apple orange to orange absolutely it will what about apple do to something well now we're talking yeah i mean surely that's been done it's got to be a thing right is that how you get your you know crayon apple juice and stuff like that no but they really should they probably well, do i don't know we're just we're i don't very... know how cranberries grow i know like they grow in a bog and then they flood the bog to harvest the fruit yeah i know zero they're bog spiders which are apparently essential to like the survival of the cranberry bog but i don't know if it's a tree or a shrub or a vine yeah well this i don't know if this did we talk about this on the show or not that cashews actually come off of a fruit they're like the bottom of a fruit yeah yeah which is why they're so expensive and stuff, I guess. They're one of the more pricier fruits. That, did we mention that on the show? I don't think we have. I think I but... learned that, and I, I was, you know, it was just a few weeks ago that I learned that. I was very surprised. And if you look at that fruit, it looks very weird. That's because it's it, it, it's kind of shaped like a pear, and then there's this but it's little, upside like, down. It's almost like the off. yeah. Think about think about like the stem of an apple, but much bigger, like a cashew size on the bottom of a smaller fruit. So it's just weird to think about that that's how that one is grown. But I guess it makes I mean, most other nuts are from trees and stuff, right? I know that peanuts are technically legumes, legumes and they grow in the ground, ground. right? And but, those are crazy when you pull them out because it's just like a root with a bunch of nuts on it. And pecan, that's the kind that's in, they, it's in like a, well, the walnuts. I'm just, walnuts I was about to say, that's in like, oh, yeah, they're in the shell. What about peak? I've what? never seen a wild almond, so I don't know what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Or what about macadamia? Those those are solid. Those are good. I feel be. like they're special somehow. Every nut is special. That's <laughs> what I've learned. Every nut is special. Ah man, or nuts. What's your what's your go to favorite nut then, man? So again, not a traditional nut that's sold in the nut section. Sunflower seeds. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'd count that. All right, if we're not, I do gonna- like sunflower seeds though. You yeah. get them shelled or unshelled. Shelled. You get them That's shelled. part of the process. Yeah. You gotta put it in your mouth. It's like and let it rip a rip yeah. open the side of your cheek. You never yeah. feel good. My inside of my cheekbones ever since I had braces have never been unshredded. I'll <laughs> just go through sunflower seed kicks and I'll just I'll get them and I'll keep doing it until my mouth is just shredded. And I'm like, okay, I gotta stop this because they have those ones. What are they like? Lime or something? You know, you can get like the flavored ones. Oh, yeah. there's ranch. I like the like dill the, pickle. Like the, oh and yeah, the, the dill pickle. Mm-hmm. Mm. I used to eat the shells. Yeah, as far as when I was a kid, I used to just chomp it all up and eat it. As far as nuts go, I'm pretty simple. Almonds, I love almonds. Almonds are good. You can't go wrong. With and, almonds. and the other note with almonds is, 
If you know what an almond smells like, you know what cyanide smells like, and you know whether or not you're going to be poisoned. Okay. So, practical. The more you know, right here on Bruce Day Tuesday. I I recently had, we went to a Friendsgiving a couple weeks ago, and uh, because, of course, Friendsgiving, you got to do it before your family Thanksgiving, and uh, there was a sweet potato casserole. I've never been a fan of pecans Mm -hmm. until I had this sweet potato casserole, because instead of marshmallows, it was like a brown sugar it was almost like the filling on Can- a candy pecan pie. Candy. And oh my God, like that might be a candidate for my new favorite, like actual nut. So me and BB and the in-laws, we went to Bridge Day in West Virginia. And there were- nu- I know Bridge Day. There were numerous stands that had the candied almonds, the candied pecan, you know, just basically nuts covered in something that makes all the sugar and cinnamon and stuff. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's it's really it's too good, and that's I'm assuming it's something like that, right? It hundred percent. Bridge Day. What what prompted you to go to Bridge Day? Like, have you done it before? No, I hadn't done it before. I've fact, probably never told you my Bridge Day story. All right, well, we might need to shelve that. I'll tell you. We actually the Bridge Day was a happy coincidence. We were planning to take BB's mom whitewater rafting for her birthday. It's something that apparently she's always wanted to do. Bucket list kind of deal. So we planned a trip out to West Virginia, Ventures on the Gorge or whatever it is. And then sure enough, we booked it for the Sunday. And once you know it, did a little bit of research after it was already booked. And I was like, oh, Saturday's bridge day. Like the bridge is going to be closed. We can go up there and do that. So we left a little earlier so we could go and have a little fun with that. So that was a nice, happy coincidence. Yeah, everybody, they're jumping off, doing the base jumping and all that stuff. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool about it. I want to hear your story in a bit, but I feel like it might be... Is it quick or should we save it? It, it? We should probably save it. Save it. All right, let's save it. Let's untap these ciders from Graft, our first round of cider that we're drinking here on Brews Day Tuesday. I have the Birds of Paradise. It's a Moscow mule cider with lime and ginger. I didn't read the ingredients, so I might as well give that a rundown, but it is a, uh, it's got lime concentrate, New York hard cider, hibiscus ginger juice, Demira sugar, natural flavors, and the sulfites like yours did to preserve freshness. It is as advertised, which is key when it comes to producing a beverage. It tastes like a cider, and then right on the back end, you do get the lime. You get kind of the gingerness that you're used to with a ginger, uh, a Moscow mule. You thought that I made you a Moscow mule. I usually drink Kentucky mules because I use bourbon instead of vodka. But I do love that cocktail. I love the lemon and ginger, or the lime and ginger, excuse me. I think it's a great combo. And I think it accents quite nicely with a cider. It's very crisp. 6.9%. I love the ABV. That's a nice, solid ABV. It's, I'm guessing the ones I, that we have coming up next probably aren't that high, but maybe I'll be surprised there as well. Mm. This is not too bad. Not, my, not really my thing, because I'm more of a beer guy than a cider guy. And frankly, this... I know it, it did mention it, that it's sour. It is a little tart for my liking as well. I, you know, take that how you will. Again, I don't want it to be too sweet. I'm more just wanting just dry, more apple. Maybe I do want it to be sweet. I don't know. But I'm going to give this a four. All right. And that's, I mean, that's <clears throat> fully respectable from, from you. I, I'm going to be really honest with you. I wish I wouldn't have read the label or known what this was before I drank it. Because there's that plant, and and you may have run into it too, there's that plant of mimosa. Oh, I love orange juice. I love champagne. You get more of the champagne than you do the orange juice in this. Mm. Um, The orange is there. 
it kind of lingers on the back of your tongue, but it's not as front facing. This is delicious, but calling it a mimosa cider kind of it's not ooh. quite there. It's it, it it, it, it's going to get a high score, but the name. What if is, it was served with an orange slice, like in, a blue on moon? the glass? Yeah, All right. like a blue moon, uh, and you squeeze some orange in there. I think that's worth giving it a four and a half. I just have to visualize the orange on my. Well, glass. I, hey, they didn't earn that. I just did that. Four and Don't a quarter. Give it that. It's four delicious. It, it, it's really so. Good. But you're saying maybe with a slice of doesn't orange. taste that like a mimosa be. remotely. It could be a nice accent. So that's on the untapped scale. Which, by the way, that's how we like to rate our beers. It's. Uh, Fun little handy-dandy app you can download for free if you haven't done so. Feel free to friend us on there. If you do, Dres Drinks is my handle. Big Nate Danger sitting across from me. It is pretty sweet. Good old untapped. We're going to be untapping a couple more after we play a tune. It's Bruise Day Tuesday doing a cider edition right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. 